Thanks for listening to the Grace Life Podcast, where we want to know God, love people, and reach our world. If you have any questions or want to learn more about us, you can always check us out online by going to gracelife.church. We'd love for you to stay connected throughout your week and everywhere you go with the gracelife.church app. It's free and available wherever you download apps. Excited to be at church today. Yeah. Listen, I'm so excited to be here. Um, if this is your first time worshiping with us at Grace Life, we want to say thank you and welcome, welcome, welcome for hanging out with us crazy folks on this side of heaven. And listen, if you are worshiping online, can we all in the room put our hands together and welcome them? Yeah, we love you. You matter. You're awesome. Yes, and we're just praying that you have an amazing experience today. Also, we've been doing such a great job at um, being a part of our holiday outreaches that we've been having over this season. And so we do have one more. It is the um, unaccompanied youth. And so if you want to be a part of that, please go into the lobby and sign up. They'll give you some information. Um, Those worshiping online, you can go to our website and get more information about that as well. We may drop some links as well. Let's be a part of being a blessing to someone else. Amen. Can we do that? Amen. That's right. Well, listen, I can't go any further without doing this, and it might be a little bit of my culture. It might be just in the Bruno household that I grew up in. Honor is very big in my house. It's, it's big, and honor looks different for everyone. Um, but the reason why I'm able to speak today is because somebody is allowing me to do so, and so I want you to help me say thank you and honor my pastor. Some of y'all might call him pastor, too. We're about to find out. I call him PJ, some of you guys call him Pastor Jimmy. Can y'all put your hands together for PJ? Yes, he is here. You know, so if I say anything wrong, y'all can just take it up with him, and that's fine. So I feel good. Listen, a lot of times when people are getting up to speak in front of their pastor or their leader or their mentor, their boss, um, whether it be at your job, sometimes people get nervous. They're like, oh, man, you know, the big man's in the room, you know. But I don't feel that way today. Somebody say, why? Why? Now I got to tell you because you asked. It's because of who he is. What he has spoken into my life. Conversations that we've had prior to me standing on this platform. And the reason why I think it's important is because I wish I would do that a little better with my Heavenly Father. Like the Lord will speak something to Gregory which is me, in case you didn't know my name. (laughs) He'll speak something to me, and it'll resonate with me. Maybe for a few years, I'm like, yes, this is what I'm called to do. This is what I'm supposed to do. This is who I am. This is me. And then I will allow just one, not many, one event might take place that will cause me to question everything that's going on. Has anyone ever been in a situation or had a moment where you felt so certain about something? I mean, like, you are ready to go all in. Some of y'all betting on some of these football teams this year. You need to stop because it ain't working for you. And I do know where I am right now, and so I'm not going to say anything further. Anyways, um, but you've been so certain about something on the inside of you. This is what I'm going to do. This is what's going to happen. And then because of things that are going on on the outside around us, causes us to question everything that was going on on the inside. See, we're talking about I am free, but here's what I believe. 
I believe that freedom starts from the inside, from within, from the inside. Not what's going on on the outside. Kalia, can you hear me there? Everybody give it up for Kalia. Yes. See? No, I'm not, I'm not going to eat this. That's what I'm going to do. What, what if fruits could speak? Just follow me for a moment. I know some of you are like, what did he just say? No. What if a fruit could talk? And if you think that's crazy, I'll, there's a reason why I didn't say a vegetable. So I have the honor of serving with somebody on staff here at Grace Life. Her name is Suzanne. Y'all give it up for Suzanne. You don't got to know her. She's awesome. She is. She's good. <laughs> Suzanne is amazing. But one day, me and my weirdness, I decided to say, Susanna might. Some of y'all are watching right now. Where's me? Y'all like, hey, I would have said that too. Yeah, shout out. Some of y'all are as crazy as I am, maybe a little worse. But anyways, I said Susanna might. I said it a few times. And then one time she came in, she was like, hey, Greg, every time you say Susanna might, I get this weird flashback of VeggieTales. Has anyone ever seen VeggieTales? Wow. Is anyone excited that you no longer have to do? I'm just kidding. Listen, VeggieTales is a great tool, okay? I'm not talking about VeggieTales. It's just not for me. No. So vegetables can't talk, apparently, so I'm not that crazy. But what if a fruit could speak? What fruit is this, everyone? Hey, oh, this is not a trick question. I'm not going to do that today. At least, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. What fruit is this, everyone? Are you positive? Okay, let's do this. Okay, sign my name because my signature is just worth, no, I'm just kidding. Okay, what fruit is this now? Are you positive? Okay, I need one volunteer to come on the platform and help me with something. You Rojan. Yes, yes. He's like me, yes, on the prices, right? No, y'all give it up for him. You're going to come all the way on the platform. Yes, absolutely, awesome. Y'all give it up for him, yes. Y'all got to encourage him before he changes his mind, y'all. You know what I'm saying? What's your name? His name is Darren. Y'all say, what's up, Darren? You know what I'm saying? Throw him some what's up emojis in the chat. Okay, so you are now going to be blindfolded. He's like, all right. It doesn't matter. It's fine. Go ahead. Just do it lightly. So you're going to blindfold him with glasses on. It's even more interesting, okay? <laughs> oh, this is awesome. Hey, Brad, can you hand me what's in that bag in front of you? Don't say it, everyone, okay? I, I got I to say, oh, I caught it. Yes. Hallelujah. Everybody, don't say what it is. You can see what it is. Yes, everyone can see this. Don't say it. I have to say it for somebody in the back. Don't say it, okay? Everybody sees what this is. All right, now let's do this to it. Don't worry, Darren, I'm coming to you. I won't leave you, I promise. I'm not going to make you take any steps, or maybe I should. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, so now I'm going to do this to it. Oh. Some of y'all are like, man, Greg, you look real crazy right now. You're right. Because sometimes this is what we look like when we live our lives, thinking that because the outside looks a certain way, maybe it looks a little messed up, maybe it's not so pretty, that the outside can cause what's happening on the inside to change. The content of what this is does not change because of what I just did. It does not at all. We're talking about I am free. 
your current circumstance is not tied to your freedom. I wish somebody would catch this today. Your freedom is from within. Okay. Hey, Darren, I'm here now. Hey, how, you how you doing? You doing all right? We're also going to find out if he has COVID or not. We're going <laughs> to... I want you to tell me what fruit is this? Smells like an orange. It's a what? It's an orange, y'all. Give it up for Dan. Yes. It's an orange. I got a little nervous at one of our other services. Thank you so much. I got a little nervous and I was like, give me six feet, man. I don't know if you know. Thank you, Kalia. Appreciate it. So, and I know that looks real like what? Okay, he took a fruit, but honestly... That's how we live our lives sometimes. I think we would do a better job being all that God has called us to be sometimes if we would walk around blindfolded. Because we allow what we see on the outside to dictate our freedom. Well, I'm not free because I'm stuck in this marriage. Are you sure about that? Freedom starts. And I love this today because nobody... Whether you're online in this room, listen, I can't. No one can point the finger at this one. Nah, homie. Everyone has to be able to point at themselves and say, hey, freedom. It's in here. And so today, I think an amazing story that I want to look over and read through is a story about a few gentlemen who on the outside looking in looked like they were physically bound. As a matter of fact, they were in jail, tied up. I think that would look like they were bound. But on the inside, they were free. As a matter of fact, I would just say this, that they were free while they were in jail. So today, I'm not here to debate whether or not you're free. Uh-uh. You already said you were free. Too late. Sorry. You already said I am free. Because you are. You are free. <laughs> Listen, you are Free. I hope I encourage somebody today. You are free. But today I want to talk about some side effects, is what I would call it, of what happens when you are operating in true freedom. So let's go back to Acts chapter 16. Let's, let's look at verse 16, and I'll read straight from the screen. It says, once we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a female slave who had a spirit by which she predicted the future. She earned a great deal of money for the owners by fortune teller. Verse 17, 14 telling, she followed Paul and the rest of us shouting, these men are servants of the most high God who are telling you the way to be saved. <laughs> Verse 18, she kept this up for many days. Somebody say many days. Amen. Come on, shout louder. Say many days. Amen. She kept this up for many days. She was gassing them up. <laughs> Finally, Paul became so annoyed. That, that he turned around and said to the spirit, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to come out of her. The reason why I laughed is because I'm trying to think how many people maybe looked at a sibling, you know, a family member was like, in the name of Jesus, I, come on, y'all. If they're sitting next to you, just look at me. You're safe. You know what I'm saying? But listen, I grew up in, when I was growing up, not everything was a spirit. I mean, you didn't do your homework? Oh, I bind that spirit of not doing your homework. <laughs> what? You ain't clean your room? Oh, listen, you was casting out that demon because the spirit of not cleaning your room was going to come out of you. 
Because there's no way I created that child. My child was perfect. You didn't clean your room? That's a spirit. We're going, <laughs> and y'all knew they were talking to me. I was the, anyways, if y'all see me now, what if you saw me then? <laughs> That's crazy. So Paul and Silas, here they are, doing what God called them to do. And so today I'm going to go in and out, if y'all can just hang with me. We're going to go in and out of, I'm going to give you three points today, right? And we're going to get some points. I'm going to read some scripture. We're going to get some more points. Point number one, freedom gets the enemy's attention. Oh, I love that. Let's say it together. Say freedom gets the enemy's attention. Let's say it one more time together. Say freedom gets the enemy's attention. Somebody once told me, and somebody probably told you too, that you attract what you are. However, how true that may be, it, it doesn't stop there. Because I'm going to tell you right now <laughs> that when you are doing what God has called you to do, you don't think the enemy is going to try to run and get in front of you and try to stop you? It's interesting, though. Can you go back to verse 17, Chris? Verse 17, it says, she followed Paul and the rest of us shouting, Look at what she said, though. These men are servants of the Most High God who are telling you the way to be saved. What she is saying is accurate. It is the truth. However, she's mocking them. I want to submit this to y'all, friends and family, that everyone who says good job is not on your side, is not for you. Let that baby give God praise. That's what I'm talking about. Praise him. Huh? They say, Paul and Silas give him praise. I'm going to do it too. No, this. Not everyone that says, hey, you did amazing is for you. In fact, you have some that I say, man, you did awesome. And they're like, I can't wait until he stumbles and falls. Because that same person is not going to be the one that reaches a hand to say, come on. They're going to be like, I'm going to kick you. I hope you never get up. Imagine... You're Paul and Silas. At Grace Life, we've done mission trips, and I believe we're going to keep doing them, right? Amen, amen, amen. COVID pandemic, ooh. Anyways, so imagine you sign up for a mission trip, and you're like, the Lord is telling me, hey, I'm supposed to go here. Or the Lord speaks to you and says, hey, I'm sending you here. I'm calling you here. Man, I remember I've heard some incredible stories of families uprooting everything. <laughs> imagine you uproot everything to go do what God's called you to do. And you're just doing what God called you to do. And then you get to this point, verse 19. Look, this is what happens. You're on a mission trip now, right? Verse 19, it says, when her owners realized that their hope of making money was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to face the authorities. Okay, verse 20. They brought them before the magistrates and said, these men are Jews and are throwing our city into an uproar. Verse 21, by advocating custom unlawful for us Romans to accept or practice, the crowd joined in the attack against Paul and Silas, how it normally goes. <laughs> and the magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods. After they had been severely flogged, they were thrown into prison, and the jailer was commanded to guard them carefully. Pause. So you're out here doing what God has called you to do. 
you have a level of boldness to do what God has called you to do. And you call out a spirit. And because you're doing what God told you to do, I'm going to keep saying that. Because some people believe that if what's going on on the outside looks a little funky, that they must have done something wrong. <laughs> hmm. But God, he's a bad God. He knows what he's doing. So they're doing what God has called them to do. And then they're beaten. And they get dragged in prison. Point number two, freedom causes you to respond differently to your circumstances. Freedom will cause you to respond differently. Because let's go back to verse 23. Go back to verse 23. So after they were beaten, verse 24, look what happens. It says, when he received these orders, he put them in their inner cell and fastened their feet in the stocks. Verse 25, where we started, about midnight, somebody say midnight. midnight. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. This is when they started praising God right here. In this moment is when they're happening. In jail, after being beaten, doing what God has called them to do. We would love to look at a story like this and be like, man, well, they deserved it. No. Imagine you living a life, doing what God has called you to do. Has you in a place where you are beaten and thrown into prison. I don't know if I can raise my hand and say the first thing I'm going to do is like, Lord, you're awesome. Waymaker. I'm going to be like, uh, where are you at, God? <laughs> like, this ain't what we talked about. This wasn't the plan. I want you to process that just for a moment. Maybe where you are now, that doesn't look all pretty. It's a little rocky. Maybe... God is doing something in that, like now. Oh, the Lord's going to do something when I'm out of this situation. No, 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 no. The Lord's doing something on the inside of you now with that current situation happening. Freedom causes you to respond differently to your circumstances. How are we responding to these things that are happening Freedom is right here. The only way that Paul and Silas is able to praise God in a jail cell, shackled, chained up, is because they got something that's going on on the inside. Here's what I dare you to do. Somebody watching right now, where's online? Listen. I dare you to praise God in the midst of it all. I dare you to praise God while staring at a bar in front, <laughs> while looking at chains. I dare you to praise God at that moment. You know, as a worship leader, it's, it's easy to see certain situations and I'm feeling happy today. Let's do a fast song. Joy, 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 joy. Because we, we think they're equal. We think joy means we're like this. 
Scripture says the joy of the Lord is our strength. Just because you have joy doesn't mean you're going to look like this. We confuse joy with happiness. <laughs> and so we're like, ooh, I had a good day. Come on, let me, let me give God praise. I had a sad day. I want to sing a slow song. Here I am to worship. Worship ain't about you. I'm sorry. But worship ain't about you or how you feel. Yep. Someone worshiping online, you've been trying to make an excuse why you can't worship God. Well, I don't have the people in front of me. Uh-uh. The Lord is right where you are. Right where you are. Where's your worship? It doesn't matter if you're having a good day or a bad day. Because if it was, we would be reading a totally different story with Paul and Silas. It wouldn't say at midnight they were singing praises and hymns. It had been something else. It would say at midnight they were cussing at the people. <laughs> Can you imagine? It would have been a different story. And so I want to encourage you that even though it looks different, it doesn't mean that, one, God is not with you. And it doesn't mean that you're not free. Man, I can't tell you the amount of conversations I've had with people in this year, 2020. 2020 is a, man, I'll tell you. I won't tell you what I think about 2020, but I'm just, I'll leave it at that. But I'll tell you what. In the midst of 2020, God is doing, I think, just amazing work in here. That's what needs to change. We need to stop saying that that person is what needs to change. Or this has to change. The economy has to change. No, the government has changed. No, leadership has changed. No, we need to change. Because if the Father can shift our hearts, everything we see will look different. Go into a movie theater and try to watch a 3D movie without 3D glasses. You're going to miss 90% of it. But you're sitting in the same room. How many of us would have been sitting where Paul and Silas were sitting but have a different lens at what is happening? Listen, I'm going to stand here and preach to myself if I got to because I'm not exempt from this, y'all. I'm telling you right now, 2020 hit everybody's door. <laughs> 2020 didn't care about where you were at. I'm telling you right now, 2020 was a little bold. But I believe that at Grace Life that we have people who are more bold in worship unto the Lord than what can be thrown at us from the outside. Yeah. Don't wait. Listen. <laughs> we used to say something when I was growing up in church. <laughs> we used to say, give God praise on credit. <laughs> what y'all know about that? You got 20 seconds to give God a praise on credit. Like, ooh. <laughs> but listen, are you waiting until the chains fall? Or, you, or can you praise him now because the chains have already been broken? So that's point number two. Let's keep reading. Verse 27, the jailer woke up, and when he saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself because he thought the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted, don't harm yourself. We are all here. Major pause again. Okay? Let's look at this real fast, okay? Because... I can tell you right now, that is not me. I'm not saying that. No. No, I wouldn't have. No. Mm -mm. Absolutely not. You mean to tell me 
that I'm doing what God has called me to do. I get beaten, thrown in prison. I can just, I, can, I, I just visualize it like, this is crazy. I'm in prison with the little bit of energy I got. I'm praising God loud enough because it says everybody in the jail heard. So I'm giving it probably the last bit of breath that I have. And then when the chains fall off and I'm ready to get out, the person who put me in jail could possibly erase himself. And I'm going to be like, nah, man. I'd have been like, bye, bro. That's what you deserved. Listen, I'm being honest. Y'all can judge me in the chats if you want to. Because we like to do that a lot on social media. Anyways, that's a whole different sermon. I would have been like, I would have been like, thank you, Lord. That was your plan for their life. Let's be real. When you try to twist the word Lord, oh, man. Because I'm a servant of the Lord, the Lord killed off all of my enemies in this. No. Paul says, nah, man. Let's keep reading. Verse 29 says, the jailer called for his lights, rushed in and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He then brought them out and asked, sirs, what must I do to be saved? They replied, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. You and your households. Verse 32, then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all the others in his house. At that hour, in that same moment, at that hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds Then immediately he and all his households were baptized. Verse 34, the jailer brought them into his house and set out a little bit of Chick-fil-A <laughs> before them. <laughs> he was filled with joy because he had come to believe in God, he and his whole household. Because they ate Chick-fil-A, we know in this story it wasn't on a Sunday. I'm just kidding. It was not Chick-fil-A. We didn't. <laughs> no. So, which is the last point, number three. Freedom gives God the glory. Freedom will give God all the glory. Man, it's crazy. The person who has wronged you, the situation that you feel like you're bound by, the situation that you feel like has you stuck, chained, shackled, I don't know what your jail cell looks like, But what are we doing at the midnight hour of those moments? We see Paul and Silas, they praise God. Some of us, we complain. Some of us, we quit. Some of us, we quit. Some of us are thinking about quitting right now, and I want to encourage you, don't do it. Don't quit. You know, another lie I heard my entire life growing up, They said the grass was greener on the other side. Come on, y'all. Really? It's greener where you water it. Don't quit. (laughs) 
Look how God gets the glory out of this situation. The jailer gives his life to the Lord. They all get baptized. Y'all saw how many people got baptized today? Can we put our hands together for them again? Come on, man. Woo! Awesome. They all get baptized. The same person who put them in jail is <laughs> fixing them a meal. It's interesting how the person that can be your enemy today, the Lord can use that same person to bless you tomorrow. Here, here's what I love about this story as well, is nowhere does it say that Paul and Silas gave God praise because they knew that the chains would fall. They did it because he's good. So I don't want you to hear this today and say, okay, well, my marriage is tough, so I'm going to praise God because he's going to fix it. Wrong perspective. What I, what I want you to grasp is, Hey, maybe this circumstance is difficult, but it can't dictate how I respond because I'm free from the inside. And the Lord is going to do whatever he wants to do, but I'm going to do what I know to do and be all that God has called me to be. You know, one of my favorite commercials, it's interesting, I don't have kids yet. I will one day. And y'all are free to smack them around when they run around this church. Y'all just get them together. Anyways, is... It's like a mother and she's like sick or has a flu or something. And they're like, too bad. Mothers don't get to take a day off and, and say they're not a mom today. It's funny. I just think it's hilarious because no matter how you feel, it doesn't mean you're no longer the mother of your child. No matter how you feel, it can't take away the freedom and the praise that God has put on the inside of you. Mm -mm. Listen, whom the son says free is free indeed. You are free. Period. You are free. You are free. I want to remind you in case you forgot. Over the last few minutes I've been talking. You are free. You are free. But it's all about God getting the glory. And PJ is going to be doing a, a two-week series on glory. It's good. I'm telling you right now, it starts next week. It's dope. It's, 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 it's incredible. It's amazing. God wants to get the glory. I want you to know that God wants to get the glory out of your life. That situation that you're in that you think, we, sometimes we play the card of, oh, I must have done something to deserve this. God just wants to get the glory out of it. He wants to get the glory out of it. He wants to get the glory out of it out of it, y'all. And this last scripture that I'm going to read, because I think this is like the anchor of it all. I think this is the reason why Paul and Silas were able to continue. This Acts 20, 24 says, but I do not account my life of any value nor as precious to myself if only I may finish the course. Oh, and the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. That's why. It's because you couldn't take none from them. 
that's fine. Take this away from me. You can't take my praise. Chain me up. Tie me down. You can't take my praise. You cannot. You can't take away my freedom because my freedom is from within. So it doesn't matter what it looks like. We sing about it. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it. You still have freedom on the inside of you. What are you doing in the midnight hour? Of your darkest moment. Are we going to complain to the Lord? Are we going to we're going to just give him praise from the place Jesus died for you. He died for me. So that we might walk in freedom. Not based off of what's happening on the outside. God's bigger than that. He's smarter than that. If everybody could just close their eyes and bow their heads wherever they are, I want to pray two prayers quickly. The first prayer is for those who, Jesus is not your king. You're like, hey, Greg, I've searched all over, but I think this is the moment. Listen, when they were in the jail cell, Scripture says suddenly, at that midnight hour, at that midnight hour. This might be the midnight hour for you. I think this is a suddenly moment where Jesus wants to come into your life. And so I'm going to pray a prayer I would like for you to just repeat after me. It's not what I say. It's your heart posture. If you can say something like this, say, Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. Lord, I thank you that you died for me so that I could have this opportunity right now in this moment to say yes to you. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you everything that I have, everything that I am. Lord, today, I make a vow to serve you and to follow you the rest of my days. I know I will never be perfect, but I give my heart to you. Save me. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Listen, if you prayed that and you believed it, you are a child of God. Come on, let's celebrate with them. Yes. That's awesome. And I want to do one more prayer. I did that prayer first because, you know, we are family. Now that we're all family, huh? <laughs> I want to pray this over everyone. Maybe you are a child of God and Jesus has been your savior. He's your king. But you have been operating in that freedom. Maybe how we respond to situations has been a little different than how Paul and Silas responded. Maybe we've been waiting on situations on the outside to change in order for us to say we're free. And so what I want to pray is for the Lord to just raise our level of faith that we're able to praise him, that we can operate from that freedom even when we are looking at chains physically. And I don't know what that may be for you, but I just want to pray that. If you can just close your eyes and bow your heads. And I'm going to ask you to do something. I'm not going to ask you to stand. I'm not going to ask you to come to the front. But Paul and Silas, we saw on this, they were bold. And so on the count of three, if that's you, just so I know who I'm praying for, I just want you to slip your hand into the air. And if you're worshiping with us online, 
If you want to put a, a hand up in the chats, you can do that just to show your boldness as well. Listen, we're just praying. That's it. If that's you, I just want you to slip a hand up. One, two, three. I see your hands. I see hands. You can put them down. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you that you're so awesome, that you're gracious. Oh, Lord, we're so thankful for every single person that put a hand up. Lord, you know them by name. You know every detail about them, Lord, those worshiping online. God, I pray that you would just raise our level of faith. Help us to focus on you. Help us to go back to knowing that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world, that we will draw from what you've put on the inside of us, not circumstances that are always changing on the outside of us, but that we would remain in the one who is constant, which is you. So, Lord, I pray that when situations arise, that we would operate from that place of freedom, not for it. <laughs> it's made available. We love you so much, Lord. And we give you all the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Would you give God a great shout of praise? Thank you for joining us for this week's message. If you've made the decision to follow Jesus, congratulations. It's the best decision you'll ever make. If you've been impacted in any way, we'd love to hear about it. Head over to gracelife.church resources where you can share your story and find other tools for following Jesus. We hope you go out and make Jesus famous in your world.